Good morning. This is Coffee with the Sarlos, and I'm Karen. I'm Kelly Sarlo. Welcome. Today, we're talking about um, an event that happened last summer um, at my cousin's wedding. Mm-hmm. So did you want to explain, or did you want me to? Well, I'll start. Okay. Um, I'll let you really do a lot of the jumping in, though. Sure. Okay. Um, we were in Ottawa for a wedding. Mm-hmm. It was a hot summer day, so I'm just setting the scene. Because uh, I maybe maybe we'll go become really good storytellers. Maybe, but it's probably going to take a while. <laughs> okay, you laugh at your own jokes. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's going to be possible. Okay, um, this well, you know what? We could preface this by saying it's about energy healing. Sure. Um, because some of the shows are medium, some of them are medical. There's mm-hmm. such a variety: missing people, different things, life coaching. Mm-hmm. Today's is about energy healing and and a little bit of medical. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay, let's go back to the story. So we were in Ottawa. It was a beautiful day. We were going to a wedding in the late afternoon. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had gone out and had breakfast and were uh, walking around. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And we went and got makeup done for the wedding at the um, Rideau Centre. Yes. The Sears. Oh, yes. And a beautiful young male makeup artist did our makeup for the wedding. Just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. He was too. Like just beautiful spirit and looking so we came back to the hotel um I had a little ball from physiotherapy that was a hard rubber and inside the ball was a liquid um the ball goes into the microwave on a stand that I did not have and I uh, it didn't come in the package um, and, and you no, didn't know, about I didn't know time. that because yeah. the instructions also weren't in the package. So I ended up finding out that the ball and that the package that they gave me was the wrong one. It wasn't a brand new package. It was one that they had used, mm-hmm. which, you know, uh, that's not a big deal about you ha- using that ball, but it just didn't come with the right piece to place it in the microwave, which was crucial. Mm-hmm. Um, or the instructions because I, I probably would have known had I read that okay okay so you and your cousin were standing at the mirror in the hotel room separate yeah separate so not the bride not Um, the bride she had come into our room because she wanted her hair done yeah your younger cousin Mm -hmm. so she was standing beside you and you were doing her hair you guys were looking in the mirror and right beside the mirror was the microwave Mm -hmm. I had just been laying on the bed just resting and I got up and thought, oh, I'll warm up the ball and I'll lay down. And you, you put the ball on a muscle and it was like um, acupressure kind of a thing with some warmth. And so I thought, well, I'll get up and I'll warm it up and I'll lay down on it for a minute while you guys were using the mirror. Mm-hmm. So I went to the microwave. I put the ball in the microwave. And I'm going to let you tell the story at this point because, oh, okay. yeah, uh, because n- I know Kelly from having heard you say it to other people that I think you and Madison were confused as to what I did. Oh God. Yeah. And, and um, I think it should come from you guys or from you actually. So you go ahead. Okay. So uh, I think the ball was to be heated up for a minute. And I remember um, sitting in front of the mirror in the microwave, you know, simultaneously and as the ball was heating up, I started hearing a weird um, like hissing sound. And I, I had not put two and two together at this point, but heard hissing and the bed was very close by, right, where you were lying down. And you got up when the timer went off. And just as you leaned over to hit the open button to pop the microwave open, I did not have enough time to say, don't open that. 
because, uh, well, delay, I guess. I, I didn't really, like I said, I hadn't put two and two together at that point, but I was just about to open my mouth and say, don't open the microwave when you hit the open button. And what had happened is because you didn't have that proper piece, um, the ball had sprung a leak and it was spewing um, hot liquid all over the microwave. And so when the microwave popped open, it shot directly out of the microwave toward us. And I took Madison and like pushed her onto the floor sideways and dove out of the way. As I'm looking over at you, you're diving toward the microwave to close the door. And I remember being so angry with you that your instinct was to dive at it instead of away from it. Because, and, and I'm not trying to build myself up here, but I had had the, the instinct to pull Madison out of the way and, and move together. And you went at it. And so when we got up, um, I guess some of the, the liquid had burned Madison's uh, arm, but not, not too severely. It was just kind of a, a surface burn. And it had sprayed you in the face. And quite heavily because you were lunging toward it as it was as as it was spewing water, um, so your your face was burned, and your neck, yes, <clears throat> all around my mouth. Right. So it hit the right side of my lips. It burned the lips, mm-hmm. my tongue, um, because my mouth, I guess, was open. Or I don't know if I was speaking. Um, so it hit the right side of my tongue a little bit, um, but the biggest part was the right side of the lips, and um, I don't know how big of an area, Kelly, would you say around the size of a dime? or? Oh, God, no, I would say like the size of a golf ball, because if you think about how oh. far in it went to oh, the middle true. of the lips, yeah. to the side of the cheek, yeah, and then down, uh, t- down the chin just a little. Yeah, so it, the skin was burnt. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what anybody would say. I'm not a, med- uh, a doctor or a nurse, so I don't know degrees of burns and all that. But it it burnt the skin mm-hmm. um, all around. So I, we went. Uh, we tried to find somebody. Now, when you... This isn't important. Well, let's, let's just keep going. No, go ahead. Well, we tried to find somebody to help. And my sister, uh, sister-in-law came yeah. and she said to go to the hospital. She's a pharmacist. She's, yeah. So she, she said to, oh boy, that was terrible. She said to go right to the hospital and have them check it because we didn't know what was in the ball. Right. Uh, we now know it was water, but we didn't know if there was a chemical in it mm-hmm. and it would continue to eat the skin. So she said, take the ball. You wrapped it in a uh, towel. Mm-hmm. and to go to the hospital with the ball in case they needed the ball mm-hmm. or they needed to um, empty it and see what was inside it. Yeah. So um, we went downstairs into the lobby of the hotel where my brothers and sisters and my mom, and uh, I don't remember all, but there was about maybe half a dozen or so people in the lobby, mm-hmm. all waiting to go to the wedding. Everybody was dressed and was leaving to go to the to the, to the ceremony, and everybody saw my face burnt. Mm-hmm. So some of them and that, offered that was bright red. I remember vividly that that was very bright red at that point. Okay, this, this is important because it anyway. Yeah, and plays into the story later. Oh, so painful. And I I remember the gentleman uh, at the front desk of the hotel seeing my face mm-hmm. and saying, "I'll call an ambulance." Mm-hmm. And I said, "No, that 
you were going to take me to the hospital. And he offered again to, to get an ambulance. And um, one of my brothers lives in Ottawa, so he said, it's faster to drive. Yeah. You're, you're literally, we were so close to the hospital, a couple of blocks. You'd know because you live there. Yes. So then you offered to do the driving instead because you knew how to get there fast. Yeah. So we just got in the car. We went straight over to the hospital, right into the eMERGE, and the nurse that is that tri- the admitting I, nurse the, okay admitting I was going to say triage but whatever the admitting nurse um saw the burn on my face and asked me to sit down and pushed these pills into a little um cup mm-hmm. right away and said you're going to need this mm-hmm. and I said what is it because I don't do well with medication right so I just said to her what is it and she said it's pain medication you're going to need this Mm -hmm. Um, you have a a burn and you're hours away from seeing any kind of help so she says you're not going to be able to stand the pain I suggest you take this medication immediately Mm -hmm. and I said to her "Um, I am going to pass and she said, uh, she she was very kind. She was not overbearing in any yeah. way. But she just strongly suggested that I would regret that decision and that she would leave that there for me. And, th- and she had my name and everything. And that I could come back if I, because if I, mm-hmm. I was going to need it. Mm-hmm. So then you and I went and sat down yeah. in the waiting area. Mm-hmm. So do you want to continue? I'm not sure if I'm going to skip over parts so you can you can interject but um, I remember sitting in the waiting room um, I just you know just little chit chat here and there and you said can you do Reiki and I said yeah absolutely and you I know you had been doing it on yourself as well since Mm -hmm. uh, since the burn started or happened and I don't even I can't even remember how long we sat in the waiting room I think it was about 45 minutes Um, and I was taking pictures, actually. I took my phone out oh, and I yeah. took pictures of your burn to show you because you, you couldn't see it. Um, so I showed you how bright red it was and, and the surface area that it was on your face. And 45 minutes later, after you and I had both been doing the energy healing on it, um, I took my camera phone out again and I uh, I said, you got to see this. And it had already turned into um, a very light brown so it was almost going back to your skin tone at this point, and the swelling had reduced significantly. Okay, can I add a couple things yeah. in there? Um, during that period of time, I had my hand um, over my face, not touching the skin, but just around it. And there were other people in the waiting room that saw the burn on my face that were sitting across from right. us. Um, there was a pregnant woman. Yes. Uh, and Good memory. Yeah. I, yeah. Thank you. Um, there was a woman sitting across. There were a couple of people that were across and they ended up sitting beside me. They ended up coming over and sitting closer to us, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was interesting because we were doing energy work. OK, I'm just going to be human for a second and tell you that we had the best spot for the TV in the room. <laughs> so you might have missed that part, but I didn't. <laughs> Okay, I thought perhaps that they saw that my the burn had healed. Like gravitating toward the witch. They, yeah, <laughs> if there's a witch in the hospital, <laughs> can we sit beside her in case in case something works? Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So the TV was on the other <laughs> side of the wall. Let's go back to that story, and they sat beside us because of that. Okay. So anyway, so. I remember that you took pictures of it because we texted um, 
or no, we called the physiotherapy office. I can't remember. We wanted to know what was inside the ball. Yeah, and I they... was texting your physio from, from Ottawa and just saying, like, you need to call us. We're in the hospital. The ball blew up and it's all over her face. Yeah. Uh, we need to know what it is. She was fantastic. She called yeah. immediately and told us and found out from the, the manufacturer that it was water. You had the doctor on the phone like two days later, did you not? Yes, the man who created the ball phoned me personally Mm -hmm. and apologized, but also wanted to know what happened. Mm -hmm. And so as I told him, I put the ball in the microwave and he said, well, did you put it on the stand? And I said, no. (laughs) He goes, well, there was a stand in the box. And I'm like, no, there wasn't. And that's when we came to to realize, or I came to realize for sure, that I hadn't followed any of the instructions to use his product properly. Right. So, I mean, a total fairness to his product, It I hadn't used it correctly. Right. Um, because I didn't know, which is, it's all okay. It's just what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, oh, you, we're in the hospital. You've been doing the energy healing, and I just, I said, how's your pain? I had none. And you had gone from about a 10 yeah. to about a 6 in, in 45 minutes, you know, which yeah. is, I'll say by medical standards, probably unheard of. Yeah. So you had continued to do the energy healing. And I think I had checked in on with the nurses and just said, you know, how much longer are we going to be sitting here? Not, not to be rude, but I think we also wanted to be at the wedding. We're quite disappointed in that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she just said, you know, we're going to be able to offer you pain medication and maybe some, some ointment, uh, but she wasn't sure. And it was going to be a long, a long while. So you just called it quits. Yeah. You said, let's get out of here. And uh, we decided to head over to the nearest shoppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went and bought some aloe cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you had continued to do the energy healing. Yeah. And your numbness and tingling was going down. And I think yeah. you had eventually got down to a level, like a two out of 10 for pain. Yeah. So we went to the wedding. All uh, fancied up. Yeah. Within, all we missed was the ceremony. Mm-hmm. We didn't miss, we got there for the dinner and the reception. So... I, we went in, everybody saw my face and my brothers and sisters, my mom, everybody at the wedding asked me where the burn was. Well, I think this is interesting because you've got a sister-in-law who's a pharmacist. Another one that's a nurse. Absolutely brilliant. A nurse. Mm -hmm. And you've got someone who works at Pfizer. You've got a sister at Pfizer who's a scientist. Yeah. And there was no, no... Nobody could believe that I, what happened because there was no, like, there was no mark on my face. And you said, I didn't, I never saw a doctor. <laughs> right? Yeah, we never and got I in. never saw a doctor. <laughs> uh, and I took no pain medication. So I, I ate dinner. Mm-hmm. I had a cup of tea. Now, if anybody knows and has had a burn on the tongue and on their lips and on their face, they would know how difficult it would be to eat hot food. Mm-hmm. When you have a burn. And this you, is only within like two hours after actually yeah. sustaining the burn. I'd also like to add that you were talking normally by oh, about yeah. an hour and a half to two hours later. Right. And there was, there was burn on my tongue. Mm-hmm. And like I said, all over the lips. Yeah. Um, and I had no, and I, you know, somebody might say, well, the tongue heals itself and it heals fast. Well, that's okay. Two hours? <laughs> yeah, within two hours, there was absolutely no, no sign of a burn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I remember being at the wedding and dancing and eating dinner. I had the tea, had fun, 
Um, and I remember, I think it was, that was like on a Saturday. Would that mm-hmm. be a Saturday? Yeah. Then I think it was maybe the Monday morning. I called my doctor's office and mm-hmm. here home and I made an appointment because I just thought I, maybe I should follow up because I had a pretty bad burn. And even though there was no sign of it anymore, I don't know why I just thought maybe that's conditioning. I don't know, but I just thought I should check in. So Anyway, I made the appointment, but I couldn't get in to see the doctor for, I think it was maybe like to the end of the week or another week later. Mm -hmm. So it was going to be another like six or seven days before I could even get in to see my physician. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, Kelly was still, or we had the pictures. I don't know if you still, we still have them or not, but the, I woke up, I think it was like on the Wednesday morning and the whole area where I had been burnt I woke up and right out of nowhere, it was brown. It was a dark brown. Mm -hmm. And you could see the whole area where I had sustained the burn was this dark brown area. Mm -hmm. And then within, I don't know if this is is odd or not, but within that day, uh, the skin peeled like you have a sunburn, like a light sunburn. Mm -hmm. And you just peel like your skin just flakes. It just flaked. And then it went completely back to the color of my skin, mm-hmm. all within within a couple of hours. And I've never had a scar or yeah. any markings on my lip or my the side of my face. And quite often I look there because I think, how did I not? How did I not even have a scar? Like there's I remember, nothing. I remember thinking we're gonna walk in late to this wedding, and they're not even gonna believe us. I remember that too. But then remembering, you know, they they did see you before we went to the hospital, but there was there was no evidence of a burn. Yeah. And and I remember one of my brothers coming up to me looking at me and going, "Holy crap, Karen, good for you." Mm-hmm. And I remember him saying to me, "Good for you." Well, yeah, and he knows you've done work on him yeah. through his cancer. Yeah, and he just his comment was, "Wow." Like um absolutely amazing and good on you and Kelly that this was a, a burn, you know, people have already heard where, um, very visible for everybody that was in the lobby. And Kelly, remember we went back to the hotel that night, the, the yeah. uh, young man at the desk just looked at me, just draw, draw drops. <laughs> he just looked and it was like, what the heck? And actually back it up a little bit. I remember when I went back to the nurse's station to say I was leaving, mm-hmm. she looked at me and she was so shocked Mm-hmm. that she said she called well, I don't know she didn't call security but security was it I can't remember what happened you had to sign a form saying that you were leaving right because you had technically been um like registered right but you you had to sign to say that you were leaving without seeing a doctor right but she asked me if there was tv cameras she asked a question about is this like a spoof like if oh shit I didn't know like that. if this was um what do you call that? Like um, a spoof show, like a TV. Like just for just for laughs. Yeah, something like that. Like that. I like I put a fake burn on, mm-hmm. and that I came in, and I looked at her, and I went, "No, like <laughs> I don't understand the question." Yeah, like there's no TV cameras, nothing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that was uh, that was a really neat experience. Unfortunate, and I know I know it's easy to say neat because it didn't happen to me, but mm-hmm. I think you can you can understand that. 
sometimes when it happens to your person, it's more terrifying than when it happens to yourself. Yeah. And you know, as an energy healer, Kelly, like we are both licensed and insured for energy healing Mm -hmm. and we both have different modalities and stuff and Mm -hmm. gifts. I'll say we have the learned modalities because I think people should understand that you do study this. This is quantum physics. We do take courses and some people might say, yeah, weekend course. Yep. Some of them are weekend courses. That's absolutely true. Um, But it's what you do with that. And it's using your gifts and your intention and your integrity Mm -hmm. in all of that combined. Um, Anyway, it it was just, for me, it was really an amazing experience as an energy healer to have spent years and years trying to help other people to be able to help myself. Mm -hmm. I think this is really cool because we have so many questions, probably because of media saying, oh, you've got wonderful gifts, but can you really use it on yourselves? Who do you see? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, each other. Yeah. (laughs) And if they're not available, myself. Yes. I do energy and healing on myself every single day of my life. Mm -hmm. Every Every night when I go to bed, I place my hands in different positions on my body with the intention of healing. Mm -hmm. My chiropractor might question that. (laughs) But you know what? He doesn't. I'm just joking. Just meaning that I still see him. He might go, well, if this is working, what the hell are you doing back here again? You still don't lift weights that you should be lifting, but that's a different story. I still what? I said you still lift weights that you shouldn't be lifting, but okay. That's a different story. Right. And it's life. Mm-hmm. There, there are still reasons we still need others that's right but I, I think this story is is fascinating um because of the power of the energy healing yeah and you know kelly i mean as a teacher i had and as a researcher i'll say because you know how much i've read mm-hmm. and i think it would even though there's no doctorate behind my name that i feel that i'm a good researcher i've spent you know over a decade oh well over a decade Uh, reading everything I can get my hands on in regards to quantum physics and different things that I had read so many studies for hospitals Mm -hmm. about energy healing to prove it in North America. Mm -hmm. So there's over 300 studies listed on the internet that prove energy healing is science. It is legitimate if you want to word that way or real, whatever your term is. And that one of the, some of the studies prove that it actually helps burns heal 50% faster. Mm -hmm. And so I could say that I could say that to people and go when, when they ask me, well, what's energy healing? Well, I don't know how to describe it without getting into quantum physics, but, but studies say that it helps people heal. And then, well, how, well, it helps broken bones heal 50% faster burns heal 50 cellular level. It's a tissue level. It's yes. And you're trying to educate people about it, but then to turn around and to experience my own burn on my own face Mm -hmm at a public event where all kinds of people saw it to go into a hospital for the help, have you sitting there with me? I think sometimes people say, or, or I don't know, maybe it was just my moment that it was just all for me. Mm-hmm. Even though and, other and people got to see it. To see your results. I think that's, yeah. that's important because that's what people want. That's what people want to see. And it's not just people outside of us. It's us too. Right. We want to know that it works. We're not just sitting there throwing blind faith at it. Yeah, I'm still taking pictures. I'm still saying, Oh, my God, look at this. You know, yeah. there's there's still an excitement for not just the magic of how it works. And I don't mean magic as in yeah. voodoo. I mean, the 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 beauty. Yeah, absolutely. The the Yeah, that's good. 
we could go on with a list of adjectives to describe <laughs> that but people have to use their own mm-hmm. and, and I say that because you and I always try and help people change the vocabulary from what's well, weird yeah. did you hear that story about her face I don't believe that shit well, and I think I, I've got flack for for using the adjective ma- or calling things magic because of what we do um, but for me mm. magic is beauty and it's joy mm-hmm. and and I think there's there's a reason to use that kind of a word because mm-hmm. that's the feeling that it brings people. Mm-hmm. Well, and we we took some words out of our vocabulary and, and just used the word, well, that's shit or that's bullshit or that's weird or that's spooky instead of that's healing. Mm-hmm. Like what happened was healing. Mm-hmm. What happened was magic, was love, was energy. Intention. And intention. Yeah. And the universe. Mm-hmm. So our vocabulary is important because it it uh, leads us to a belief and yeah. feelings emotions anyway that was that's my burn story cool yeah thanks for sharing you're welcome all right if anybody um wants to comment about it or ask questions um you can email us at info at com, and kelly and i would be happy to do another podcast and answer your questions have a great day bye for now